Welcome to the Sports Bee with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing here on a Wednesday? We've got such a great show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. And we are right after Rod Peterson and right before Braves Country Baseball with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. This is episode 625. I'm not quite at a thousand episodes yet, but I will get there. I'm just going to keep grinding and keep putting out episodes because I just love talking about sports. We do have some stuff to cover here on the show. NBA related mostly. The firing of Doc Rivers. I'll get into that. The San Antonio Spurs land the number one overall pick in the NBA lottery, and the Denver Nuggets take a 1-0 series lead against the Los Angeles Lakers. I have an opinion on just about everything. Going to get into the Braves, going to get into Central, as they should already be in Oxford, getting ready to take on Vestivia Hills. LaGrange has moved their spring game to Thursday because they're taking on North Oconee on Friday at Cool Ray Field. I think I'm going to try to go to that game, at least one of the games. It's a doubleheader on Friday. But it's going to be a jam-packed show. I'm not going to have a guest today. It's going to be a little bit of a condensed show. You know, I actually went 30 minutes yesterday, and then I had a best-of show. I actually replayed the interview that I did with Carver head baseball coach Michael Long Jr. So I did reach out to several coaches. I'm hoping to get the Glenwood baseball coach, head coach Tim Fanning, on next week, and then the Calvary Christian head football coach Emmanuel Brunson on as well. And I've already reached out to the Columbus Chattahoots manager, Steve Smith. Hopefully I could get him on. We just got a lot to cover and I'm excited. I am super excited because in a couple of weeks, we're going to have not only Columbus Chattahoots baseball, but we're also going to have Chattahoochee Monsters baseball. And the Chattahoochee Monsters just have named a new manager It's Johnny Eaton. He's the assistant first base coach for the defending 7A champion Central Red Devils. And he is just one of those coaches that is really going to make a tremendous impact in the Chattahoochee Valley. And I'm excited. Their first game... May the 27th, it's an exhibition game as they will take on the Columbus Chattahoots at historic Golden Park. And I'm really looking forward to hearing the debut of play-by-play announcer Tom Callahan. He did an outstanding job with the River Dragons, and he is going to do an outstanding job calling for the Columbus Chattahoots and the Chattahoochee Monsters. All right, let's get right into the show. I want to start with the firing of Doc Rivers. So this broke when I was actually putting my show on air. I could not fit this story in the show yesterday, even though I really wanted to. But Doc Rivers, after three seasons, three disappointing finishes in the playoffs for the Sixers, and he was 17-33 and in closeout games, and he just could not get the job done. You know, I was listening to Columbus's own Sam Mitchell on NBA TV this morning, and he was talking about how Doc Rivers is a good head basketball coach. He was coaching a team that's not considered a championship team. And so Doc Rivers is going to get a job somewhere. A lot of people, when they look at Doc Rivers, they think, yes, he's a good coach. He did win a championship with the Boston Celtics in 2008. He won Coach of the Year with the Orlando Magic in the year 2000. 
And he's 61 years old. I still believe that there is still a lot of coaching left in him. And he will either get a job in Toronto or Phoenix or Milwaukee. Although the coaching carousel is going to start pretty soon. After the offseason, we are going to get that coaching carousel. Because look at all the vacant head coaches that have NBA championships. Frank Vogel, Nick Nurse, Mike Budenholzer, and now Doc Rivers. They are going to land a job somewhere. And I just feel that Doc Rivers had his chances. He was known for blowing that 3-1 series lead when he was the Clippers head coach. And is it fair that Doc Rivers is out of a job? I mean, because he was a good coach. But that is just the business of coaching. I mean, you saw what the Toronto Raptors did to Nick Nurse as Toronto regressed. Nick Nurse wins an NBA title in his first year and see what Milwaukee did with Mike Budenholzer. So it's just the business of the game. Let's move on to the NBA lottery. I really made this an event. I actually turned on the TV. My kids actually watched, and I got my kids all excited about the NBA lottery. And I said, who's going to get the first pick? And, you know, my daughter, like, she likes the Bulls. So she said the Bulls. And then uh, she got confused when... The Bulls got the pick, but the Magic got the Bulls pick. And she was asking me why the Magic had two first picks. She was asking me why the Magic had two picks in the first round. Yes, I'm starting them young. She could be a future sports analyst one day because she has actually taken interest in the fact that the Orlando Magic had two picks in the first round. Unbelievable. I love it. All right, so we made it an event. And no surprise, I actually guessed it, that the San Antonio Spurs were going to get the number one pick. And they did. You look at what the San Antonio Spurs have done. You know, they had a really bad season in 1987. They win the lottery. They get David Robinson. They had a depleted roster in 1997. Had the worst record in the NBA. And they were able to get Tim Duncan. Because of that, they were able to win five championships. Now they get the number one overall pick and they have the Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich, and that system that was responsible for winning five championships. Yeah, I think the Spurs are going to be fine. And there is no question that they are going to draft the prospect, one of the best prospects to come out of the draft since LeBron, Victor Wimbayama. He's seven foot five, the Frenchman who plays like a guard. And he has all the skills of a guard, a great ball handler, a great shooter. The only thing that needs to improve in his game is he's got to bulk up. He looks really skinny. But seeing the tape on Victor Wimbeyama playing for the Metropolitans in the French League, he averaged 21.7 points a game. And he's got some length. His wingspan... I'm unbelievable, and you know he's going to play defense, and he's going to be in line in Greg Popovich's system. And it, Are the Spurs a championship team now with Wimbayama? Well, I'm not sure about that. If you look at some of the players they have right now, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Soshin, who is an all-rookie on the second team, Joshua Primo, they have a bunch of nobodies. 
And the way the Spurs won five titles, it wasn't just because of Tim Duncan. It was also Tim Duncan, David Robinson, that first title. It was Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Sean Elliott. They had a very good team, Avery Johnson. They had the pieces in place, and when they got Tim Duncan, they were just even better. But when they drafted Tony Parker, Emmanuel Ginobili, in the late first round, that is how they were able to win the five titles. I think the West is competitive to where I don't think the Spurs are going to win multiple titles with Wimbayama, but the Spurs are going to be right there in conversation in the conference finals and competing with the Lakers and the Warriors and the Nuggets and the, and the Suns. The Spurs are going to be very good very quickly with Wimbayama, and, and he's going to be a superstar if he stays healthy. That's going to be a big question mark. But I think that the Spurs, once again, win the lottery when it matters the most. And I will have my 2023 mock NBA draft on uh, next week's show, as the NBA draft is June the 22nd, and I cannot wait. Brandon Miller is another pick. So I think that Wimbayama goes to the Spurs. The Charlotte Hornets get the second pick, and I think that they will get the point guard Scoot Henderson from G League Ignite, the Portland Trailblazers, you know, they can go a couple of ways. The Thompson Twins, you got Amen Thompson and you got Usar Thompson, both very good players. You also have Taylor Hendricks from UCF, Cam Whitmore from Villanova. You know Villanova players are going to ball. I think that Cam Whitmore could be a dark horse in this draft. And Brandon Miller, I mean, look at what he did with Alabama and he's got all the tools as a being a three and D guy. I think that either Charlotte or Portland can do well getting Brandon Miller. And that would be just an incredible backcourt if Brandon Miller can play alongside Damian Lillard. But I think Portland needs size and I think Charlotte needs size. So, you know, they miss out on uh, getting Wimbayama and I, I was playing the game of which team would be the best fit for Wimbayama. And I think it's the San Antonio Spurs. There is no question, especially in that system with Greg Popovich. I'm going to get into the game because I watched it from start to finish. And I got a little ahead of myself. I think it was built off emotions. But the way the Nuggets dominated that first half, several factors, the altitude, the crowd, feeding off the crowd, and Anthony Davis not being able to stop Nikola Jokic. Even when the Lakers tried to double him, his vision and passing was able to get guys like Contavious Caldwell-Pope open. Jamal Murray was able to create his own shot. And the Denver Nuggets take a 1-0 series lead over the Los Angeles Lakers, 132-126. to At times, the Nuggets were up by 20. The Lakers made it interesting in the fourth quarter, but there was never really a, a shadow of a doubt. I knew that Denver was going to win this game. It's game one. It's in the high altitude. I know the Lakers had a couple of days off, but Denver's undefeated at home, and they have the best record in the Western Conference. Denver is a very good team. Now, I got on my Facebook, and I prematurely said that Denver is just dominating the Lakers, and I would not be shocked if they sweep the Lakers. Well, this is an evenly matched series. The Lakers are going to make adjustments. But I think Denver's going to make adjustments too. I can't believe the Lakers lost a game 
When Anthony Davis scored 40 points and LeBron scored 26, they both played 40 minutes. They had a couple of days rest and they still lost the game. As this series goes on, you got to watch out for the minutes and you got to hope that bench players besides Rui Hachimura can step up because he had 17 points, but Lonnie Walker really didn't show up. He was a non-factor. Jared Vanderbilt, they had an eight-man rotation. D'Angelo Russell, he disappeared. Dennis Schroeder was in the starting lineup. He only had six points. So the Lakers need to get more production from their role players because the Lakers, even though they scored 126 points, their defense gave up 132 Nikola Jokic had a triple-double, 34 points, 21 rebounds, and 14 assists. He looked incredible, efficient, and he looked unstoppable. Anthony Davis could not take him one-on-one. The Lakers had to double him at times. That left Jamal Murray open, and he shot four threes. He had 31 points. Contavious Caldwell-Pope with 21 points. All five starters for the Denver Nuggets were in double figures. Now, they play game two on Thursday night, and I think the Denver is going to go up 2-0 because they are playing at home. And you got to watch out for the Lakers' role players if they could step up, which history tells you that the role players don't do so well on the road. But I take my words back. It's going to be a long series. I think that the Nuggets win it in seven. It's going to be seven. I think that the Nuggets... They get over the hump. They reach the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. I think it's about time. I think that the Lakers, even though this run has been incredible, I know that everybody wants to see the Lakers in the Finals, but the Lakers are a flawed team. This is not a championship team. They just made the right moves at the trade deadline, and they got some great players that like to shoot the ball, like Rui Hachimura. That was a great pickup because he is a type of player that likes to shoot the three. And then D'Angelo Russell, even though he's disappeared at times in the playoffs, you know, you're getting the player that was an all-star after he left the Lakers when he was with the Lakers for two seasons. Then he went on to play for Brooklyn and Golden State and then Minnesota, and now he's back with the Lakers. Lonnie Walker, as he was one of the key players to start the season, can come on strong, but the one player... That is just playing out of this world. I don't know how this guy's doing. He's an undrafted free agent. He doesn't look like a basketball player, but Austin Reeves, he had five three-pointers and he scored 23 points. There were some threes toward the end of the game where it kept it close. When he hit that three to make it 124 to 121, I actually thought that the Lakers were going to clamp down defensively and they were going to win this game. I seriously thought that there was a possibility that they could steal one when Denver just dominated the majority of the game all all the way up until the fourth quarter. Now, I don't want to hear the excuses, but LeBron saying that they did not have the intensity to start the game, and Denver was firing on all cylinders. And say what you want, whether it's the altitude, the crowd, Denver was ready, and it looked like they were going to blow out the Lakers And I thought that the smart move would be to just rest starters because LeBron and AD played over 40 minutes. That could be a difference 
going forward here in this series. Hey, we got the rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Tonight, you got the Miami Heat taking on the Boston Celtics. I expect this to be a very good series. The Celtics won it in seven last year. And the big question is the health of Jimmy Butler. But it is going to be who is going to step up when it matters the most. Is it going to be Jimmy Butler or is it going to be Jason Tatum? And this is going to be a very interesting matchup of two superstars. But I still think that the Miami Heat have the slight coaching advantage. Eric Spolster is one of the best coaches in the NBA. He is a Hall of Fame head coach going up against rookie head coach Joe Mazzula. And at times, he has made the rookie mistake as a head coach. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Braves. I'm going to talk about what is going on in the Chattahoochee Valley, what to expect this week when it comes to local sports here in Columbus. So you don't want to go anywhere. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We'll be back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home, offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bug, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Bond. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. Want to give back to your community in a meaningful way? Cares for Kids is a Keller Williams Realty-founded charity in which 100% of money raised goes directly to children in need in our area. Cares for Kids helps fund local organizations like Angel's House, Cowita Casa, Elevate, and more. Help Cares for Kids reach their mission of serving 1 million children. Call 678-634-9770 today to learn more on how to be involved or text k for k Noonan to 44321 to donate. This week's Property of the Week is located at 688 Cheatham Road in Griffin, Georgia. This 32.14 acre track is waiting to find its new owner. This property features a three bed, two bath home built in 1890. An 18 by 28 utility shed ran with its own power and water, fencing for horses and other livestock, and timber such as pine, oak, and pecan trees. Call 678-634-9770 for more information. And welcome back to the show. I am Richard Holdridge, and this is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And let's talk about the Braves because their rally came up short. They lost to the Texas Rangers 7 to 4 last night. And, you know, they're pitching a little depleted with Max Freed and Kyle Wright out for a while. And so the ball was given to Jared Schuster. He did not pitch that bad, gave up five. He pitched five innings and gave up three runs, but it was Dylan Lee that gave up the two runs. And, you know, the bullpen was a little shaky. You know, Texas, going into that sixth inning, they had the 6-1 to one lead, but in the eighth inning, the Braves' rally came up short. A home run by Ronald Acuna Jr. and Sean Murphy. They have really been the two hottest hitters for the Atlanta Braves. And this is a tough road trip. After getting swept by the Blue Jays, they did beat the Rangers on Monday 12-0. They play the Rangers once again 
tonight in the starting pitcher is Spencer Strider going up against Nathan Evaldi, who seems like he's been around forever. And then they'll be back home at Truett's Park taking on the Seattle Mariners for a three-game series. And then on Monday, they take on the Dodgers for a two-game series. I know it's still early in Major League Baseball, but something's got to give because the American League East, everybody in that league has a winning record. And then the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins have the best record. And then the second-place team has a losing record, the Detroit Tigers with a 19-21 and record. Something's really got to give because you're probably going to see four teams in the American League East make the playoffs. And right now, the Yankees, which are a very good team, are in fourth place. The big surprise is not the Tampa Bay Rays. We knew that they were good. They went to the World Series in 2020. It's the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles have a 27-15 and record. They have been very good. Over in the National League, the Pirates cooled off a little bit. They've lost eight of the last ten. The Milwaukee Brewers are currently in first place. That should make Bobby Z very happy. And then the Dodgers, they have the best record in the National League right now because they have been scorching hot, winning eight of the last ten and able to take that series with the Padres. The Padres are actually starting to cool off the same team that went to the NLCS last year, 20-23. and And the Phillies that went to the World Series last year, they get Bryce Harper back, and they're 20-22. and But maybe, just maybe, the Philadelphia Phillies will start going on a run. Even though the Brave struggles, they have lost four of their last five. They are still five games ahead of the Miami Marlins. So I think the Braves will be able to weather the storm. I know I keep saying this, but it's true. I think the Braves will weather the storm. So they had a send-off yesterday in Phoenix City for the Central Red Devils and Coach Kehoe and his Red Devils team are looking to win their second straight 7A championship title as they are taking on Vestivia Hills in Game 1 tonight at 8 o'clock at Chakalaka Park in Oxford, Alabama. As it is a three-game series, game one will start today, and then game two will start tomorrow, and then game three is on Friday if necessary. Games two and games three will be on the campus of Jacksonville State. So game one is just going to be at Chocolaca Park. Games two and games three will be at Jacksonville State. And good luck to the Columbus Red Devils trying to win their second straight baseball championship in 7A. Hey, so the LaGrange Grangers football team moved their spring game with McIntosh to Thursday so that way they can get more student body to pack Kuray Field as they will rematch with North Oconee, the Titans, taking on the Grangers for the 4A state championship game at Kuray Field in Gwinnett County, home of the Gwinnett Stripers and also the home of the 4A Baseball Championship. A best-of-three series, a doubleheader, will start at 5 o'clock on Friday. But they are going to take a bus there that's going to leave the school at about 1. So what makes the LaGrange Grangers a great baseball team is their fans, and it's their student section. And their student section is going to be wild at Coolray Field. And head coach Donnie Branch has an opportunity 
to win a championship for the first time since 2004. And he pretty much has the same team as he had last year. And they haven't been challenged. I've watched the LaGrange Grangers this year, and they have not been challenged. And their best pitcher, which normally doesn't pitch in game one, is Trevor Bouton. And I expect him to pitch in, in a big moment. North Oconee is still a great team, but last year's team was historic. They only lost one game. They were one of the best teams in the country. But North Oconee is trying to go back-to-back this year as well. You had a rain out for Schley County. They're going to play again today in the Final Four as they punch their ticket to the state championship. They are one win away, and... As the high school baseball season wraps up, as sad as I am to see the high school baseball season come to a close, it's a new chapter because we have Chattahoots and Monsters Baseball that is coming up in a couple of weeks. There's an exhibition game on May the 27th at Historic Golden Park where the Columbus Chattahoots taking on the Chattahoochee Monsters. And then on Wednesday, May the 31st, there'll be another exhibition game. The season will open as the Chattahoochee Monsters will be on the road June the 2nd. And then the Columbus Chattahoots will be at home at Historic Golden Park for the opener on June the 3rd, taking on the Waleska Wild Things. It's going to be an incredible season. I'm looking forward to going to Chattahoots games and Monsters games when they actually play home games on Saturday. The Monsters will play at 2 and the Chattahoots will play at 7. And so... The Monsters have a lot of Sunday afternoon games as well, and they'll always play at 2 when they host a home game at Historic Golden Park. And I really am rooting for both these teams to make a deep run in the Sun Belt Baseball League as the Gainesville Gold Diggers is the defending champions. Now, the Chattahoots, a disappointing playoff exit last year to the Atlanta Crackers, but they did have the second-best record. They had a great regular season, and that's what you want to do is to try to get home field at least in that first round, if not the whole thing. And they had an incredible run in their inaugural season. But, yeah, they were a little disappointed last year, but a lot of the players that has been on the Chattahoots since day one are back in a Chattahoots uniform like Brian Trepanier and... Connor O'Neill, you got some great players that are still playing for the Columbus Chattahoots. I just would love to see Jackson Milam for Glenwood, Bailey Thorne for Calvary Christian in a Chattahoots uniform or a Monsters uniform. I mean, that's a possibility too. Hey, we've got a Legends FC game happening this Sunday as they are taking on Dalton United as kickoff on the pitch at 3 p.m. Eastern at Callaway Stadium in LaGrange. Check out Legends FC from the United Premier Soccer League, and this is an outdoor team that also has a reserve team as well. They'll play their home games at Callaway Stadium and Opelika Sports Complex. It's a great atmosphere and event for the community, so come on out and support Legends FC. Such a jam-packed show, so much to get into We have the Preakness this weekend. We have the PGA Championship that starts on Thursday. I'm going to have Thrift Behringer on the show tomorrow. Check out that show on my Facebook Live page. And uh, don't forget that I got the business cards. I've passed them out to a lot of local businesses and, and sports fans in the area that 
continue to support this podcast. And this podcast is actually continuing to grow. Now, it is not going to get to the numbers of the pre-pandemic because I can't explain how I completely lost that audience right after the pandemic. And then I had to build it back up. But once I build it back up, it was not to the level of that audience that came on board and started listening to the podcast when I started back in January of 2020. I mean, that was like nothing I could ever imagine. And it was incredible. And it's not to that level yet, but it is growing. And I appreciate your support. And I thank you for supporting this podcast. That is all the time I have here on the show So what I'm going to do is going to go ahead and sign off. We're going to take a commercial break, pay some bills. And when we come back, I'm going to bring you some best of shows from the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Stay tuned for tomorrow. I got Thrift Barringer coming on. You don't want to miss it. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Suite A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Dine in. Take out. It's Wishbone Fried Chicken. Right next door to their former location. Bringing you the best chicken around. So great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Newman. Got mold? Call the Mold Man. Specializing in crawl space and interior mold remediation, encapsulations, and basement waterproofing since 2019. The Mold Man team takes pride in keeping your family healthy and your home mold free. Visit our website, themoldmanllc.com, to schedule a quote or give us a call at 678-227-9763. Hey, sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern. You'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, this is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.